whoa, whoa. Isn't this show supposed to be about quiet times? Well, it doesn't have to be boring. Having good times on our show, it has been very, very exciting. And we just want to say hi there. World changer. Yes, hi everyone. I'm the blues man, and um, yeah, I'm thankful that you guys are listening. Hope you guys enjoy. This is my show, but not my show with my man Musa. We are from Johannesburg, from the south in South Africa. You know, um, that's where you know. I, I feel like you know history is is being made. I, I believe we're still making more of history. You know, people will actually look down on our country, like yeah, that's where Mandela came from. That's where John came from. That's where Musa came from. That's where Luan came from. You know, it's very exciting. So yeah, uh, and we have. A guest, a very special guest uh, with us. We're going to introduce him later to you. He has been involved in terms of raising us in Christ and he has been a role model to our lives in terms of family, in terms of uh, life, work and all that, you know. Uh, uh, and we're so thankful to him. He's, you know, here at this moment. We're going to introduce him to you. Now, before we, we um, actually say who our special guest is, um, for those who want to connect with us on Facebook, that's Active FM. For those who like to tweet on Twitter, that's Active FM too. Um, not like a number two, but it's also Active FM. Yeah. And um, for those who love Instagram, uh, Active FM Triple Seven. Uh, all the TikTok lovers, I know um, there's a lot of us out there. That's Active FM and Spotify. Yes, you can find us on Spotify, Active FM. So those those are all the social uh, platforms. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, connect with us. Yeah, we'd love to connect with you too. This is a place to be. Yes, your home. Yes, where you get inspired, where you get motivated by the word of God. You know, it doesn't matter how things they may look like, but you know, with the word of God, chains are broken. With the word of God, there are breakthroughs. So yes, um, before actually we we carry on with the show. You know, I'm the blues man, so the blues man always has to put a smile on people's faces. So, um, I'm gonna share two jokes with y'all. And um, the first joke is, um, yeah, women really know how to hold a grudge. My wife asked me to pass her lip balm and by mistake I gave her a tube of super glue. It's been a month now and she's still not speaking to me. You got to say that's funny, eh? <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah, the love bomb not speaking because the mouth is sealed. Yeah, anyways, let me go to the second one. So think about your favorite car right now. So what is it? What 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 car do you love? What what's your favorite car? Um, and my next question is, what do you think Jesus would have drove when he was on the earth? You know, what what car do you think he would have driven? Um, yeah, are we thinking? Are we thinking? Well, let me just uh, say it anyway. So, what kind of car does Jesus typically drive? Um, that's me drum rolling with my voice. Mm, a Chrysler. Get it? A Chrysler. Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who said that was very too much? Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> can't believe what this guy said. The time has come now to introduce our guest to you. Very special guest. He's a very, very funny, funny guy. His name is... I call him Pastor Shane. 
Nice to have you, Pastor Shane. How are you doing? Uh, thanks, Luando. It's really great to be an active FM. It's awesome, Pastor Shane. If you can just give us more of your details, who you are, where you come from, and what Pastor Shane is going to be doing is going to be sharing a testimony about himself. Um, it's actually kind of where my, my roots started when I joined the active youth i used to put together the radio program for the original active fm which is now going to like a worldwide um radio station on, on the internet and uh, yeah it's really good to be here uh, my name is shane van der Volt, uh, one of the pastors at the active church and uh, yeah i've kind of been here since the church was started i was there before the church was started uh, was five of us around the table and i remember just having dreams of of touching the nations and uh, there we were five people with ideas and i remember our pastor at the time was just a, a man of vision and he still is he's a he's a man that always sees way ahead and and just sees the goal before we even get to the goal and they used to talk about uh, a youth group of a hundred in that stage we weren't even a youth group of nothing because we hadn't started the youth group and i remember starting the church and uh, we started out evangelizing and um, eventually became the youth pastor. But I remember that uh, the, the whole testimony of, of where I was from to, to where I'm at right now. And, uh, you know, we really followed the man of vision. And uh, he was a man that saw nations when we were seeing uh, uh, living rooms and we were seeing a house where we started the church. And, you know, we were seeing youth groups of like a hundred and that was big those days. And, uh, you know, God kind of took me from the the whole thing of being a uh, a shepherd boy out in the fields forgotten by life and uh, that's kind of how i felt before i gave my life to christ i i felt like i was a shepherd boy out in the nowhere um doing life and not having any vision and being kind of forgotten and almost like my life was meaningless and i remember when i gave my life to christ how that all changed you know god took me from 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 herding sheep and he put me in front of the life that he had planned before me and it was daunting, you know. I remember Pastor Gav came at the time and I was just faithful to just do the words. And, you know, the Bible teaches you if you're faithful to small things, he'll give you big. And there I was just kind of doing the words and for the for the local church on a game of life to Christ. And I promised I would do that. And uh, from that, uh, our, our pastor met us. At the time, he wasn't the pastor of our church. Uh, we were in a Methodist church at the time and he, I joined Active Youth. And uh, I was just faithful to sort of do a radio program once a week, uh, just four DJs. A couple of uh, entertainment slots with some music and then we played that at our local youth group and getting involved in uh, youth ministry took me from then uh, doing a radio program to, to, to preaching, preaching for the first time, leading people to Jesus, to planting youth groups and so I used to plant a youth group and I had a team and I passed out a team and then from there to planting our own youth group at our own church and our own church at the time and taking us from, from, from the stage where you know we, we were um, nobody in nowhere, a church from, from, from nowhere, from nothing. And uh, with our pastor with a big vision, we, we kind of looked at the world and the world was our oyster. And uh, we always saw life through vision and through faith. And our pastor has always been such a man of faith. And when I followed him, I saw a man of faith. And so I had the courage to be able to do the same. And you know, looking back at David, and he, he looked at how he could beat a, a lion and a bear and he could take on a Goliath. And, I looked back on how God took me from a place where um, I went and I worked at a camp in America and I, I never thought I could do anything or be anybody and I was accepted out of uh, over like 500 people to go to a camp in America uh, against the odds. I never thought I could raise the money to be able to go on a plane, but I raised the money, saved up the cash, went to America on my own, never gone to a foreign place before 
And uh, literally, I worked there the summer camp, and God birthed inside of me the desire to work with younger people. So when I... Uh, Later on in the life, as I got to uh, discover Jesus and, and understand the plan that God had made, He'd actually birthed every experience that I'd went to so that He could actually build me up so that I could lead young people to Jesus. And uh, that's kind of you know, how I started. I started with a pastor and, and leading people to Jesus in the youth groups that we had planted. And, you know, going from youth groups we had planted to planting our own one and then to, to conquering and going from, from 50 to 100 and I remember the day when we got like 700 plus people at our youth group. I remember driving them in thinking, sure, these are the nations. And the idea is that God will give you the nations and he'll take you from a shepherd boy to a nation builder. If uh, you'll just give him the time and be faithful with what you've got in your hands, it may just be a cell group. It may just be uh, an opportunity to preach. It may just be a, a radio station. It may just be a... a, a an opportunity just to write an article about Jesus or to share him with your friend. But it starts there and God will take small beginnings of faithfulness and he will take you to the nations if you're faithful. So I just want to encourage you, you know, and I said, you know, it's awesome. Active FM from where it started to where it is now really has gone from leaps and bounds. And so, yeah, I'll be very proud of our church, proud of our pastors and Active FM. And yeah, all of you, all those of you that are listening, uh, we just want to inspire you and say, you know, keep going. God's got plans for nations and he's built you for nations even when you feel like a shepherd boy going nowhere doing nothing. Thanks, Luanda, for the invite. Well, that was Pastor Shane. Thank you, Pastor Shane, for your time, for sharing the word of God. Good to have you here. And we hope out there you are encouraged. So this whole thing is actually based on the book of uh, 1 Samuel chapter 17. And it's an amazing the words that David spoke. He said, the Lord will save me from the claws and the teeth of the lion and the bear will save me from this Philistine. Okay, um, before Londo gets into the word, I just want to share something briefly on what he's going to be talking about too. But, um, you know... Most of the times we look at like troubles in our lives and we we think we're too small to face the problem or there's nothing we can do, there's no way we can turn to and all of that. Yeah, there's a lot of moments where us as humans have a tendency of um, giving up too soon. So, um, yeah, the perfect example I can think of in the Bible is with David and Goliath, the story of David and Goliath, because um, all the, the whole army was like afraid of Goliath because he was big. Now notice, we think our problems are too big to face. So when Goliath was asking um, the Israelites who, who wants to um, challenge me, none of them did because they thought, you know, this, this is too big. The problem is too big here. So what do I do, you know? So instead of turning to God, they decided to see things in their own human eyes and say, no, nah, this, 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 this guy, Goliath, is too big. This problem is too big. And what we can get encouraged with with David is that he didn't look at how big Goliath was, but he looked at how big our God is. He understands. So um, it's very important in life that you don't judge on what you see in human eyes and in the physical world and that. Because um, as humans, we're sinners without God. So if we're looking at things in our own eyes, yes, it is impossible. But when God comes in, it becomes possible. For example, there's, there's a lot of things going wrong. 
and then all of a sudden you just an example then you you give up on stuff you're like you know what i can't handle this i don't know if you have has anyone ever had that where they say they, they can't handle a certain situation but um if you look at david david was a young boy and he was he was younger than all those the, the people that were in the army and that he was younger than all of them and yet he was the biggest because he had god on his side so no matter how big the situation you're going through no matter how big the problem you're going through is um it's not it's not too strong for our god you understand so um in terms of the story with david david um he trusted in god that was the key he trusted in god because he knew even though he had the the day well he knew that him himself cannot defeat Goliath. He knew that he had to trust God. I mean, King Saul gave him the, his um, armor. Yes, the armor. He gave him his armor and it didn't fit. It was too heavy because David was a young boy. And um, David took it off. And that resembles we shouldn't put our trust in things that look like they're going to help us. We should put our trust in God knowing he will help us and see us through. Because everything in this world will die. Whatever can be shaken will be shaken. Will be, you know. So we need to um, put our trust and focus onto God, and uh, take the example of David. Because um, we may look like an ant facing a bear. It may look that way, but that's what we see. We don't know what's behind us. We don't know what's coming with us to battle. We need to see the armies of God coming with us to battle and not give up too soon because God never told us to give up. God said we should trust him. Um, so um, whatever whatever it is that is going on, um, it may be whatever, but um, I encourage that we, we put our trust into God because um, putting our trust in money, I mean, what what is money worth now, you know? Uh, money can't buy you a life. Money can't buy you, um, you know. There's some things money can help us, but money can't save your life. You understand what I'm saying? So putting your trust in money will be foolish. Putting your, your trust in a doctor alone, you don't know. The doctor is also a human. You can't lay your life, like put your life on a doctor. If you um, put your trust in God to, to, to you know, to minister through the doctor so the doctor knows what to do oh let me give another example um we're playing a soccer game now now you 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 trust in yourself you know i i can do this I'll, I'll score this goal me i can do this i can do this now that's you like like it's good you know to believe in yourself but if you think you all great and you can do it without god do you think yeah it's it's guaranteed that you will do it it's not guaranteed that you'll score a goal because it's just you alone but if god is in the picture it's guaranteed because god is behind you and god is perfect um so we need to um see life in this different perspective the bible shares out stories that are not even like a lot of people think it's boring but you can come up while the bible can talk to you with like with stories like david i mean who would have knew that um you know putting your trust in god can defeat something three times your size you know so whatever mountain you're facing just know the god who made that mountain you know yeah just just 
put your trust in God knowing that um, even though it may seem impossible, but nothing is impossible with God. Yeah, so um, Blondo is going to talk more, but before he does, um, I just I just want, I want to uh, highlight it out again is that um, you need to put your trust in God. The reason why I'm saying that is because um, if you look at David and Goliath, I'm summarizing what I was talking about. If you look at David and Goliath, uh, Goliath thought he could defeat everyone. I mean, he was big. He, he to himself, he, he was the biggest thing there. He, to a point, he challenged God, and David um, stepped in because he believed that no one is going to be little God because he knows who God really is. And how does he know who God really is? Is because he has a relationship with God. He knows what kind of God he, he serves. He knows the God he serves is the true God. So we need to also have a relationship with God in order to know um, what 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 God overcomes in our life. And we need to also, because um, Lando will touch on just a bit of looking at your past to um, to conquer the future. So basically, um, if if I'm if I think of that, I think of something like um, counting your blessings because a lot of people go through life thinking um, they haven't they, like life is all bad they're, they're always losing they're always this they're always this they're always this coming up with excuses of why um things are going bad for them not knowing that they have clothes on them not knowing that they have a roof above them not knowing that um you know they're they're food and all you know so those little things you need to look at and and those are the little things that most of us take advantage of like for example, waking up in the morning alone is a miracle and yet we all take advantage of waking up in the morning like it's a normal day. Imagine if each and every one of us decided to wake up in the morning and say thank you for waking up to God. Say good morning to God. Thank you that I woke up today. Um, appreciate that you woke up because I mean, even that itself is a miracle. Yeah, so looking at what God has done for you can also help you overcome a situation you're going through now. Because you think God can't take you uh, past this, the situation you're going through now. But if you look back, how many situations did God take you out of? How many blessings did God bless you with? How many, how many miracles did God show you? And yet you're going to look forward and say, this I can't, I, can't, uh, I, I can't overcome. Yes, you can't overcome because you're trying it yourself. Try it with God because he has... He has shown you. He has given you all the proof you need. You know, I mean, um, if you're listening to this and you're driving your car or something, I mean, you have a car. Um, yes, everything may be going bad. You have a car. You know, not everyone has a car, so you need to count your blessings. Um, yeah, you had a bath this morning. Not everyone has a bath, you know. So in order to conquer your future, this is the key now. In order to conquer whatever you're going through now. You need to look at the past, but not as in reminisce about things that went bad, like, oh, oh I remember this person, oh, I remember the situation. No, that's not what you're looking at in the past. What you're looking at in the past is all the obstacles God has got you through. All the things at that time you thought you wouldn't overcome, yet you overcame. So that's what you look at in the past, not something that's going to make you feel down, but something that will encourage you. And that's in God. It's very important for us to look at like uh, the past things God has done for us. And um, yeah, 
that will help us conquer in the future because we know, we will know that we serve a God that overcomes. So um, I'll give the, uh, I'll, yeah, let me let Rando speak now and um, yeah, I hope you feel encouraged yeah, and hope you learned. That is amazing. Two things. David, wherever he was, he was able to bring in the past and to secure the future. Three things involved past, past tense, and it was uh, present tense, and they were facing a problem, and they needed a solution. And a solution was to do what? Was to be able to conquer, be able to set a good future, be able to live as free people. This is not just a problem that David was facing, but this is a problem that the government was facing. It's like in our time, you know, uh, uh, what's happening right now at this moment, where you have actually, you know, governments of nations where they're failing to really, really solve the problem that we have been facing in our nation. You know, in our nations where there are lockdowns, people are living in fear, crime it looks like, you know, it's increasing. You know, when the government couldn't do anything, the army couldn't do anything, the army was in, in fear. In fact, to be honest, the government of that time and King Saul was their president, they were actually in lockdown. They were actually in lockdown. But you know, uh, when the government couldn't do anything and David comes in into the center of the situation, of the problem, David actually before looking at the future and saying this kind of a positive future is possible, David first goes to the past. He is in the present and in the present there's a problem, but David says, you know, we can't do this without the past. And what David does, he brings the past. What is this that God has done for me? And that's the thing to say, yes, we are people, but what is this, and you are where you are as a person, but what is this that God did for you in the past? And David was able to say, but he delivered me. This is the God who delivered me from the impossible. It was impossible for a young boy like me to conquer a lion, to conquer a bear. But guess what? God delivered me. I saw God move. I saw God do things that I never thought that he can actually do. I saw God moving mountains, making a way when there was no way. And that's actually the thing what David is saying here is that, you know, I have enough evidence to say God can do something. I have enough evidence to say God can actually do something. And with God, it is possible that the giant can go down. It is possible that this fear that is within the army, that is within the government, that the whole Israel is depending on, even the president, guess what? To go down, to disappear. But with God, it is possible. It reminds me of the, of the words of Jesus when the disciples like, you know, uh, but then we can be saved, you know, we can get this right. And she said, what is impossible with man is not with God. And trying to find a cure, trying to, to, to sort out things, but to be honest, what is impossible with man, it's not with God. It's not with God. So that's, that's actually the thing 
to say when you look back you want to tell me that there's nothing that God did in your life there's not even one service that you you encountered from God in your life and the question is if then God did something in your life did God save you so that today you will die or was it for a bigger purpose? Because David understood that no, there is a bigger purpose here. This is not a moment to die. There is a bigger purpose. God doesn't just, you know, build a foundation and build the walls and then it just stops and he allows the walls to be to be torn down. And David understands that, you know, if we're not stopping here. There's a bigger future. And David says, with what God has been doing, the evidence I have of what God has been doing in my life, I can actually now speak the right future. Listen to this, what it says. Verse 45, David shouted in reply, You come to me with a sword and a spear, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of the armies of heaven and of Israel, the very God whom you have defied. Today the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you, cut off your head and then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals and the whole world will know that there is God in Israel and Israel will learn that the Lord does not depend on weapons to fulfill his plans. He works without regard to human means. He will give you to us. So with that... David was able to paint the right future. David was actually saying that, you know, we're continuing. There is a bigger future that we need to live in and determine the future of the enemy. You can determine the future of whatever you're facing or of whatever that's attacking you, that's bringing fear in your family, maybe in your workplace, wherever you find yourself, maybe in, in your kids, in yourself, in your secret place where no one hears you or sees you in your thoughts that, you know, people can never figure out out but guess what the most important thing is that when you remember what God has done for you when you remember where you come from where God has taken you from you're able to determine the future of what of the enemy that's trying to determine your future and that's actually the most important thing to stay stay positive by doing what by sticking to your testimony your testimony is what God did in the past so we thank you we, we, we thank you, we thank everyone for being able to look back because when they do that, they're able to solve the problems that our nation, you know, our nations, you know, our, our world is facing. That through you, the whole world is able to know that God is alive. Hope you, you, you encourage out there, giving you a time to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Jesus is actually that God of David. You know, he's still alive. He died for us on the cross. That's the biggest testament that we can ever have, that we can look back at. And remember, like, you know, I don't know this God. I don't have this past. This is a moment to start to have a right past, to start, you know, uh, 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 to have a, a right future. So this is the moment that you have. Pray this prayer, dear Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. With all my heart, I believe, I confess with my mouth that you are the Son of God, raised from the dead, taken to heaven, and right now, sit at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us, for me, in Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Thank you, Pastor, again, my man, John, Musa, and I, myself, Luando, want to say God bless you. Don't forget to visit our website, www.activefm.co.za, and our 
Facebook page forward slash at ActiveFM777, our Instagram at ActiveFM777, and our Twitter at ActiveFM. Yeah. The wait is over. It's over. Hold on tight. We are in the overdrive. Welcome. This is your favorite station. Stay tuned. Turn up the volume. The volume. Three, two, one. One, one, one. 